Welcome to the first annual Answers with Jerry, Granny Extravaganza. And now here's your host, Jerry Kenneth. Hello and welcome everyone to a very, very special episode of Answers with Jerry. Answers with Jerry. It is the first ever Grammy extravaganza episode of Answers with Jerry. There's no controversy. There's no. I don't want to talk about anything. I don't. I I don't want to talk about a lot of other stuff surrounding this podcast. I just want to talk about the Grammys and how excited I am for this year's award ceremonies. This the Grammys have been pushed. They've been pushed back a lot this year. And I am very excited that we're, we're finally getting them. And I think it's going to be a great show. And so pretty much what I'm going to do this episode is just go through all the, the nominations, the categories, and pick my winners and give a little reasoning as to why I think certain artists or certain albums or cer- certain songs are going to win each award. And we also have a very, 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 very special interview with none other than artist Phoebe Bridgers. Uh, she had a huge album this year, Punisher. And she stopped by the show, which will probably start a trend of a lot more higher caliber people people start, st- stopping by. And she stopped by the show. I talked to her for about 15 minutes. That interview can be found at the end of the episode. But first, we're going to we're gonna dive into the Grammys because we've got a lot to talk about, to talk about here. I'm just going to read a little intro for, it's the 63rd annual Grammys. It was originally supposed to happen January 31st, and it got pushed back to March 18th, I believe it still has. Let me, let me confirm that this year. It is, oh, it's March 14th, excuse me. Uh, I messed that up for my interview with Phoebe, but no worries. But, okay, so the Grammys if you don't know, if you've been living under a rock, if you're brain dead, they're pretty much the U.S. biggest, the U.S.'s biggest music award show. The only other ones I can really think of are the BET Awards and the CMAs. And I don't even think people really watch those. So, but kind of like, kind of like the show, the Grammys have a lot of controversy surrounding them because it can be it, like it can be seen as a popularity contest to some. Like people think only the only most popular artists get nominated, even if their music wasn't necessarily the best music of the year. This is the a time I think back to was in 2014. I think Macklemore and Ryan Lewis won the best rap album, rap album of the year over artists like Kendrick Lamar, Kanye West, Jay Z, and I think Drake. And th- that was like the biggest moment I remember, or first mo- moment I remember where, at the Grammys where people really freaked out and they're they're like, that the album with with Thrift Shop. Uh, that one over Kendrick Lamar. I like Macklemore's music. I think it should have won, but I objectively see the controversy there. And that was like a time where I, th- I really remember people calling for like diversity in the rap category. So, uh, and I mean, there's been some other stuff, you know, like whatever. This year, I, the big fuss was the week, the, the weekend, the weekend. He didn't get any nominations for his album a- after hours. Okay, and people were like, "This is really weird." Like, n- not the out al- the album, but weird. Like, I should say it was sketchy that it didn't get 
any nominations. He, like, not a single one because it was such a huge album. I mean, he headlined the Super Bowl. So he was mad, and his fans were mad too. And honestly, I understand why. Because the Grammys are super important to tell us Americans who makes the best music and which music to listen to. So a lot of people might not, not listen to the Weekend album if he wasn't nominated. The Grammys are really tastemakers for us. And I think the, the trophy is very important. So that's this year's problem. I think last year Billie Eilish won a bunch of awards, so that's good for her. That's what I remember from last year. And then because the, the Grammys picked her, I listened to her album, and I'm sure a lot of other people did too who didn't know who she was before the Grammys. So so sorry that that, that was kind of a long intro, but this, this episode for the kind of a pre-Grammys special. Yeah. Okay, if I skip over any, sorry, I'm reading the script that someone, I'm not, no, I'm not reading a script, I'm just reading, I got a little bullet points here, and I just want to say if I skip, if I skip over any uh, categories, that probably just means that I didn't think it was very important, so, yeah, without further ado, here, here are my answers to who will win each Grammy, uh, Patty hit it. I don't really know what you're. Have to, do you have anything to say? Let's get ready to rumble. Okay, cool. Uh, so I'm just gonna go down the list on the Grammys website. So if you want to follow along, um, just search Grammy nominations, and it should come up. But I'm not gonna wait though. So here we go. So record of the year, uh, the nominations are Black Parade by Beyonce. Colors by Black Pumas, Rockstar by DaBaby featuring Roddy Rich, Say So by Doja Cat, Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish again, Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa, Circles by Post Malone, and Savage by Megan Thee Stallion featuring, this is, this is Beyonce on here, but I thought that had a, oh no, that, that that's Beyonce, okay. So the record of the year, that goes to the producers and the engineers. Oh, sorry. There's a train outside my house. Like a, a metro, so. I'm back, I'm back at home, though. Uh, so. So, but the train, there's trains. So sorry for that background noise. So the record of the year goes to the producers and the engineers, not the songwriters. So this is a difference between the song of the year and, re- and record of the year. Because I'm going to guess a lot of these nominations are going to pop up later, so we should just make that clear right now. Um, I can knock out a lot of these right away. Like Billie Eilish, because she won last year. And I don't even know that song, so that's out. I think Savage by Megan Thee Stallion is a TikTok song, so I'm going to toss that. But nothing personal against Megan Thee Stallion. I'm pretty sure she could uh, beat me up like Bane, like did to Batman and The Dark Knight. I'm pretty sure that's how that fight could go. Uh, I think Doja Cat got kind of in trouble for like hanging around with racists. And I don't know if the, the Grammys wants... Grand, Grammys wanted to be associated like with that, so probably not. Black Pumas, no, not not a big enough artist. I think my pick here is going to be Rockstar by DaBaby and Roddy Rich, Not only because it's a really, really great song, but because the Grammys are all about rocking and rolling and the stars. 
And I think this song perfectly encap- encapsulates that thought of like a rock star. Uh, yeah, so that's my pick. I really like the Dua Lipa song, but I think she's I think she's British. So I don't honestly I don't honestly even know how she snuck in here, considering this is an American awards show. So I don't know how that how that even happened. Okay, our second category is album album of the year, and the nominations are. Chilombo by Jeanne Aiko, Black Pumas Deluxe Edition by the Black Pumas, Everyday Life by Coldplay, Jesse Volume 3 by Jacob Collier, Woman in Music Part 3 by Haim, Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa, again, I don't know how, I like the album, but I don't know how it got in here, Hollywood's Bleeding by Post Malone, and Folklore by Taylor Swift. So my album of the year, that's the, that's the really big award, I guess, because it's given to, like, everyone who worked in the album, from the artists to the producers to the songwriters and whatever all that other shit is. I, I mean, I, I kind of already touched on some of these, like Black Pumas and Dua Lipa, so, like I just said, like, they're out. I don't even know who Jacob Collier or Janae Aiko are, so if I don't know them, can't imagine other people will, so they're kind of out. I do know Haim. But, uh, Woman, Woman in Music Part 3, is that like, is that a compilation album with a bunch of different, is that a compilation album with a bunch of different songs by women? Uh, I, I just don't really see a compilation album winning album of the year, so sorry. I guess that leaves us with Post Malone, Hollywood's Bleeding, Taylor Swift, with Folklore, and the Coldplay one. The Taylor Swift album was just honestly really weird, and I just think it was it was way too experimental and way too much of a departure from her typical music, so it's, it's definitely not my pick, and I, I don't imagine it's going to win. And Post Malone album, I think the title Hollywood Bleeding, it's kind of like, like it's it's like ironic or a metaphor, some sort, some sort of something trying to critique the state of Hollywood, and since the Grammys, even though they aren't movies, they still exist in the Hollywood atmosphere, I don't think they're going to like that very much, so... My pick through default is going to be Everyday Life by Coldplay. Coldplay classic. Uh, can never go wrong with Coldplay. And I think they're a band who encapsulates everything what the Grammys is all about. So yeah, I think I, I think it's going to go to them. Song of the Year. And there's a lot of names and a lot of nominations here, so I'm not going to read all of them. But I see Black Parade, which was a, a My Chemical Romance song from like 2006, so that's that must be a mistake. Taylor Swift's Folklore, which I guess is a song, so it's too weird. There's a couple I already talked about in Record of the Year, so looking at the list, I think it's going to be Can't I Can't Breathe by H-E-R or her. Very relevant song topic, and I haven't heard the song, but I'm sure it's great. So yeah, that's my that's my pick there. Alright, best new artist, Ingrid Andress, Phoebe Bridgers, let's go, Chica, Chica, Noah Cyrus, D Smoke, Doja Cat, Kai Tranada, and Megan Thee Stallion. Okay, best new artist, it's always an interesting one, like one if you're into music, like I said, I don't know who's doing the research there. At the Grammys, but I see a lot of names that don't seem to be American here, like Ingrid Andress, like she that looks like she's from Sweden. Chico with a K is a 
Spanish, so she doesn't... Looks like it's... Chica is, is it the name for a girl in Spanish, but this would a K, but I'm, I'm at... Listen, she probably doesn't have a chance because it's an American award show. Kai Tran, Nada, um, I, don't even, I don't even know how to say that, so I assume it's not a winner. If I can't say it, how will... I, if I can't say it, the people on the podium in front of millions of people, they don't, they won't be able to say it. Noah Cyrus, I'm pretty sure, was in Metro Station, who's saying that song "Shake It Up." So he's not really a new artist. But despite all that, uh, I don't think there was any question here. I was going with Phoebe Bridgers. I her new album first. She's a, she's a friend of the show. I like her album. I like the cover art. I like the whole vibe. Uh, she's been making a lot of waves here in the world, and I think she's here to stay, and she seems like a Grammy darling in the future, so why not start with the awards now? So that's one for Phoebe. Best Solo Pop Performance, Yummy, Justin Bieber, Say So by Doge Cat, Everything I Wanted, Billie Eilish, Don't Start Now, Dua Lipa, again, Watermelon Sugar, Harry Styles, I'm pretty sure he's British too, so I don't know what the hell's going on cardigan by taylor swift i don't really have a favorite out of these like i like the dua lipa song but i've talked about those issues i'm probably gonna go yummy by justin bieber here because like it's it's simple it's catchy anyone can enjoy it from babies to old people and i think the grammys will see that and ultimately end up picking it so justin bieber picks up another grammy so here we go best pop duo slash group performance Undia, which is J Balvin, Dua Lipa, Bad Bunny. None of those people look American, and it has a Spanish title. So I don't know. Look at Intentions, Justin Bieber. There we go, American. Featuring Quavo, another American. Dynamite, Dynamite by BTS, No Way in Hell. Rain on Me, Lady Gaga, Farana Grande, and Exile with Taylor Swift featuring Bon Iver. Boner. No, Bon Iver. Uh, I know what I said about the Taylor Swift album being a little too we weird. But I think having Bony Vare on the song gives her a lot of credibility. And I think that she could take the award home simply because of Bony Vare. Not, not Undia or Dynamite, like I said before. And I just don't think anyone has the award cred like a Boner, bon, Bony Vare here. So I'm going with Exile as the best pop duo. Uh, looking at the list right now, there's a bunch of specific ones. And I don't care, and I know you don't care, so I'm only going to focus on the big ones from each genre, I guess. So Now we're going to Best Dance slash Electronic Music. The nominees are Kick Eye by Arca, Planets Mad by Bauer, Energy by Disclosure, Bubba by uh, there's Kai Trinata, Good Faith by Madion. So pretty kind of, I'm going to, say this straight up this is probably the category i'm least knowledgeable on and i don't have much of a preference on or any really profound thoughts here so dis despite what i said about him earlier i'm gonna throw him a bone because i think kai Tr trinata might just be a stage name uh here let's if i had like a jamie i could oh he oh he's canadian uh, I think I think it's can it, I'm fine with a Canadian winning. I, if they're gonna make these mistakes, I guess 
a Canadian is close. So, uh, I've seen them twice in the nomin. I've seen him twice in the non- him, I believe, on the nomination list. So I feel like their odds are higher than everyone else because I've never heard of them or seen them nominated thus far. So, yeah, Bubba is my pick for Electronic Album of the Year. I'm kind of more of like a Aphex Twin guy or Tim Hecker, maybe. Those are really the only electronic artists I listen to, so kind of wish they would have been nominated, but whatever. Okay, best rock performance. Shamika by Fiona Apple. Not N.O.T. by Big Thief. Kyoto by Phoebe Bridgers. The Steps by Ham Haim. Stay High by Brittany Howard. And Daylight by Grace Potter. Okay. Uh, best rock performance. I, I know the first four artists here. I've never heard of the, these Brittany Howard or Grace Potter songs, but I'm kind of I'm kind of noticing there's no Strokes here. I love the Strokes, and they had an out al- they had an album come out this year. That's kind of disappointing. It, well, now that I look at it, there's there's no guys nominated here at all, which is interesting. Um, I don't know if that's if that's only if that's on purpose, but it's fun because I I don't know how many men dropped rock albums this year. I mean, The Strokes, who should be nominated, but Fleet Foxes, but they're kind of folky. But I feel like if Big Thief or Phoebe Bridgers, not saying no 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 hate to Phoebe, friend of the show. But if they were nominated, the Fleet Foxes could have been on it, but it's not that big of a deal. Really interesting that there's no no boys on here. I feel like they're kind of not getting uh, represented at, at the Grammys. I honestly didn't really care for the Fiona Apple album. It just didn't connect with me, so that's whatever. I like Big Thief, and I like that song. But this is Phoebe Bridger's year. Who, who are we kidding? Front of the show. And I really like Kyoto. I actually do like that song. So I that's my favorite song off, off that album. So in my heart, I have to pick Kyoto by Phoebe Bridgers. And I'm not upset about it. Best metal performance. Bum Rush. That's disgusting. By a band called Body Count. Nope. That is not winning. That should not be on the television. Underneath by Code Orange. The In Between in This Moment. Okay. Blood Bunny by Poppy. Executioner's Tax. Quote, Swing of the Axe. Live version. Power Trip. So best metal performance. Cool. I like metal music, especially when I'm, I'm pumping iron working out. So I listen to a decent amount of metal. Definitely not Bum Rush. That is, that is really gross and inappropriate. Uh... Code or I this my the Code Orange album I I listened to it's a little too intense for me it made me honestly want to jump out of a building uh, possibly to my death but if if that, if that's what the band was trying to do that's great but I prefer not to relive some of those memories I've had I think I'm going to go with a dark horse pick here with Poppy. Uh, I really liked her her album because it was metal, and it was intense. 
but it didn't want it was kind of had like a happy vibe so it didn't really want to make me kill myself so I was pretty happy with that so and we can't give it to a live uh, song this is for songs not albums but yeah best rock album okay didn't wait hold on okay so this is different from best rock performance the nominations are A Hero's Death by Fontaine's DC, Kiwanuka by Michael Kiwanuka, Daylight by Grace Potter, Sounds and Fury by Sturgill Simpson, and There We Go, The New Abnormal by The Strokes. So they are getting, I jumped the gun a little too much on that. They're getting the recognition. I'm obviously picking The Strokes here because they're one of my favorite bands. But they also released a great album this year, so that's a pretty easy pick for me. I could do a whole episode on the strokes on this podcast, but uh, that was easy for me. Best alternative music album, Fetch the Bolt Cutters, Fiona Apple, Hyperspace by Beck, still making music, Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers, Jamie by Brittany Howard, and The Slow Rush by Tame Impala. I don't know what the hell the difference is between alternative music and rock albums, but out of the albums I listened to on this list, the only one I really enjoyed, once again, was the Phoebe Bridgers one. Uh, Tame Impala put me to sleep, like always. Fiona Apple seemed like she was just mad at me the whole time, so I'm not picking her. Another award for another award for Phoebe Bridgers. Con- congrats. So now we're going to the best R&B performance. Lightning and Thunder by Janae Aiko featuring John Legend. Okay. Black Parade. Oh, I guess I guess that wasn't a My Chemical Romance error. That's a Beyonce song. Black Parade by Beyonce. All I Need by Jacob Collier featuring Mahalia and Ty Dolla Sign. Goathead by Brittany Howard. How is that? Isn't she nominated for Rock? See Me by Emily King. Alright. I'm getting a lot of answers to a lot of questions I had here, but I still have more questions because like I just said, I thought I thought I saw Brittany Howard nominated for rock, but now she's on R and B, so I don't know what the deal with that is. But at least I know now from earlier Janaya Ico is R and B. Uh still confused about Black Parade. Well no, I'm not confused, but I don't see so what I, I'm understanding, she covered the song, the My Chemical Romance song. I'm interested to hear that, but I probably I'll probably listen to that. I'm pretty unfamiliar with all these, so I'm going to use the same logic I used on the EDM category, and choose Janae Aiko. Uh, I've seen her splatter all over the nominations, so they must like her a little. She's bound to win something, I guess. So give her a throwaway award right here. Okie dokie, best rap performance. Nominations are Deep Reverence, Big Sean featuring Nipsey Hussle, Bop by DaBaby, What's Poppin' by Jack Harlow, The Bigger Picture by Lil Baby, so two babies, Savage by Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce, and Dior by Pop Smoke. Okay, I know most of these songs actually. I think all these songs... These, this 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 can be a pretty tough category to predict because you know we have to have the posthumous performances from 
we got posthumous uh, nominees here from Pop Smoke and Nipsey Hussle. And the Grammys love giving awards to posthumous albums or posthumous anything. So, the and we also have the diversity pick here with Jack Harlow. So he he brought some diversity to this category. He could take it home too. But besides all that, I think it's going to be little little baby, just because I'm aware of the cultural significance of his song. And even though I might not like it the best out of these tracks, it's still probably the most relevant. So I could see the Oscar, or I could see the Grammys giving it to Little Little Baby, because the Grammys they they have their 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 finger on the pulse. Okay, second to last one here, best rap album, Black Habits by D Smoke, Alfredo, Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist, a written testimony by J Electronica. King's Disease by Nas and The Allegory by Royce to 59 This is kind of looking like the old man's uh, rap category here with J Electronica, Nas, Royce to 59 and I don't even I don't even know how half these guys dropped albums albums this year, but I, I, this is this one's kind of easy for me too. I'm I'm gonna have to choose Alfredo with Freddie Gibbs and The Alchemist just because I think it's the most relevant out of these these nominations. And I, I love Chicken Alfredo, so gives it some extra points in my book. Okay, we have made it to the last nom- the last category here, and that is Best Country Album. The nominees are, the nominees are, Ladylike, Ingrid Andrus, so we see her. Your Life is a Record, Brandy Clark. Wild Card, Miranda Lambert. Nightfall, Little Big Town. Never will, Ashley McBride. I don't listen to a lot of country music, so once again, it's hard for me to answer here. This looks like old women again, which is cool. It's fun. I don't care. Uh, the one album I did listen to this year was Orville Peck. Uh, that didn't get nominated, obviously. I think that actually might have came out last year, but but he, he his whole thing he's like gay, but he's also a cowboy, so that that's his thing. So that might not sit well with a lot of the country music enjoyers. So he could be like blacklisted for all I know. I'm gonna guess "Ladylike" by Ingrid Andrus because I saw her name earlier, and kind of knowing that she uh, is a country singer now, she's probably American, not Swiss, like I thought. Okay. And that's the last big category I want to talk about for the Grammys. They have like jazz records and comedy albums and new age. I don't even know what that means, new age. Uh, but I, I don't really have anything to say about any of that. So I'm going to leave it at that with, with the Grammy extravaganza. But don't go away because we are going to a interview now, an exclusive Grammy interview with nominated artist, uh, in my book, a Grammy-winning artist, Phoebe Bridgers. So, enjoy that. All right. Uh, we're, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to welcome on a very special guest. Very special guest. Probably the most famous person we've had on the podcast yet. Uh, Grammy-nominated artist, Phoebe Bridgers. Phoebe, how, how are you? how are you doing? You know, I'm all right. I'm just, you know, 
hanging out. Not too much going on right now. Uh, very humble. Uh, yeah. First of all, I want to thank you for coming on to Answers with Jerry. I know that it it's not it's not the biggest podcast in the world, but we know how artist to artist you're you're an indie artist or so you're an indie artist and this is an indie podcast so i just i want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule i assume yeah of course i just wanted to come on here to you know promote kind of my twitter you know to a new audience i feel like i might not you know normally reach so thanks for having me no business move i get it yeah uh first of all so your album uh it's called punisher your album punisher uh yeah, it's did a lot of research i see yeah it's 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 nominated for a lot of grammys this year we'll see i th- i think you're gonna have a great year um when it comes to a, a war time uh can you can can you can, can you uh well, what's it been like what's this what's this 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 critical praise been like you know it, it has its ups and downs, you know. I'm really a woman of the people, you know. I don't care too much about what the Academy thinks. But, you know, I, I would say it's pretty chill, you know. It is just a piece of metal. Dang. All right. I, okay. I mean, I, I see it a different way. But, hey, we, we don't come on. We don't. If, if you listen to the podcast, we don't always agree with everyone on this oh, podcast. Are you nominated for Grammy as well? Uh, I, I don't think there's a a Grammy for podcasting yet, but mm. I bet your bottom dollar that there's one there should be, and two, yeah. I, two I bet your bottom dollar that I, I would be on it. I would be yeah, nominated. Yeah, put you up against like Joe Rogan. Yeah. Are you a big Joe Rogan listener, Phoebe? Phoebe, you don't um, strike me as one. You know, I just really like going against the grain of what people think I'm going to do. So, yeah, I've listened to a few. Well, speaking on that, uh, tell me about the guitar on SNL. That was a big thing. Yeah, you know, anything can happen on live TV. I was really just there to kind of hang out with, uh, what's that guy from New York? The, The Nose? Pete Davidson, so... You know, anything can happen on live TV, but, you know. Is that is, is that, like, a romantic thing you're saying? Uh, well, you know, Jerry, I, I'm not at liberty to say. All right, we'll keep it at that. Maybe I'll have to get Pete on and he can talk. Maybe you can do me a favor getting Pete on the podcast. I, I could pull a few strings. Okay, uh, uh, specifically... My favorite song on the album is Kyoto. Tell me about the writing process. Yeah, you know, I just really, all my writing comes from things that I just kind of have to experience. It really comes from the heart. And I feel like, you know, we're all connected within the human experience, which is why I think uh, Kyoto and all my work has really resonated with the fans, that we are all just kind of experiencing these things and can kind of understand each other. Okay, you know, okay. Uh, so out of your two two albums, you've made two albums so far. Which's your favorite? Um, I would have to say the one with the, the red cover art. Humble again. Sometimes, you know, I mean, 
the right so punisher is what you're saying yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to test, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, I, I, I get that's fair. Uh, I, 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 am kind of like this might be kind of selfish, but when I sent you the email to get on answers with Jerry, it was kind of shot. It was kind of a shot in the dark, you could say. And so what, like, what, what, what drew you to me? Well, I would say, you know, my mom, she's a comedian now, and she's not, she's no, you know, Pete Davidson or Kevin Hart, but, you know, she's kind of making her rounds, and I just really feel like you got to support people that might be, you know, a smaller creator, but you can see kind of like the spark in them, their uh, interest in what they're doing, so I thought, hey, I can take a few minutes off from tweeting, and I can be on this podcast for this guy, you know. It's not a comedy podcast, though. Oh, oh. It's the, I'm 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 straight shooting shooting here. Uh, oh, totally. Yeah. Okay, I got some. That the, that those are pretty much the the ham and cheese of the the questions I had. But I got some fun questions, Phoebe. If you're if you're interested. All right, let him hit. So you have like this like beach blonde hair. Yeah. Uh what do you think about the recent uh craze? That seems to be a popular look in the last last years. Yeah, I would say that it's kind of um it probably started when that show, that was small one called like Game of Thrones came out and that girl with the blonde hair really kind of start the bleaching in the underground and you know kind of trickles down and all the girls on tiktok are looking like me but you know i think do you think you had any any influence on that um i would say maybe just a little bit i feel like maybe during quarantine people were kind of feeling a bit down listening to my music and then just it kind of trickles through their brain that they should bleach their hair as well okay some of the credit do you think you're ba- do you think you're banking on with your music can be described as kind of depressing or uh, emotional? Do you think you're uh, banking on the struggles of millions of Americans during the COVID times by releasing this depressing album? You know, I'm not saying I'm thankful for the pandemic, but I'm saying you know you can find small positive things in any bad situation and mine just happens to be all the grammys i'm nominated for and all my album sales uh how how i know i said i was gonna step away from the top but how much uh money have you made from this album um you know i can't really get into logistics mostly because i haven't taken a math class since like seventh grade because i'm an artist so i just have Mm. my accountant kind of handle that but what I will tell you is that I can shop for the full price items at Urban Outfitters now. So I feel like okay. that's a pretty good indicator of my income. Do you think your uh, will your album get on the the Urban Outfitters uh, like vinyl wall that they have there? Um, you know, part of me wants to be like, you know, screw that corporation i hate them but part of me that was a teenager likes money like 2000s like yeah i want to be on there i'm only human yeah yeah 
Speaking of that, that's a perfect that's a perfect segue into this a little segment I want to do as a uh, an indie darling, as they say. You're, I would go out and say you're you're the top in top woman in indie music right now. I want to I want to get some opinions on some other artists that exist in your sphere and just hear what you know you say you kind of with the with the guitar smash you're kind of controversial but i think that's what makes you you and i i want to so okay i'm gonna give you some artists i want you to know so mac demarco uh mac demarco gives me very like 2014 vibes i feel like he kind of hit his peak with you know like the salad days and the all that kind of stuff. I wouldn't say he's, you know, untalented, but I'm just saying he uh, he looks like he's missed a few showers. Like any good indie man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. I. I. So. Uh, Weezer. Oh, you know, it was 1998 at one point, and now it's not anymore. I feel like. I respect what they've done, but sometimes you just gotta hang in the towel. Wow. Wow. It's it's all love to Rivers Cuomo though. Like you can't he graduated from Harvard, like great for him, but you know. Maybe he should use his degree for something else. Okay. Uh you were just on a song with this person, a song that I, I very much enjoy. Love uh Kid Cuddy? You were just on oh. a new Kid Cuddy album. Yes, Kid Cudi, you know, um, very talented in his early work, and I feel like he just keeps But his, wait, better. his new, oh, you're saying he keeps getting better. Yeah, I feel like he had, like, a really strong, like, entrance into the music industry, and a lot of people would think that that was his peak, but honestly, I'm just continually uh, impressed with Scott, you know? Well, Scott. Okay. Yeah, we're on a first name basis, okay. I don't know if he knew that was his real name. Uh... Uh, My Bloody Valentine, classic uh, indie band. Classic. I would crucify myself if I ever said anything negative about them. Wow. One hundred percent great group. Okay, and that uh, not very much in the same sphere or the same conversations. But I guess none of those artists really were. But uh, thoughts on a hundred gecks. Oh, you know, I I know a few of their songs. I haven't launched into their discography, but I will say I've seen the tree. Oh. I've seen the tree. You've been to the Splains, Illinois. I I have, you know, it was a quiet, you know, we all got COVID tested before, you know. I thought you lived, where do you live, sorry? Um, in California. So you were, you you left your you left your house. Um. Yeah. You know, we we fueled up the PJ with my Urban Outfitters money. No, I'm glad that you left the house because I am. I don't want this uh, conversation to get political, but I am sick and tired of the government trying to. We don't live in 1984. And hopefully you're with with me on this, Phoebe. We we live in America. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm gonna say. 
we do live in America. But we also live in a society. Yeah, uh, what, 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 what were your thoughts on the Joker movie? Um, I would say, you know, what's his name? Joaquin Phoenix. What's up with his back? How did he control Yeah, I didn't like that. That it, was it, freaky. It's, it was shocking. It was shocking, yeah. Uh, on that note, you know, I, I know you're a busy, a, a busy lady. How many... I'm gonna try and wrap this up a little for you, but how many, how many Grammys do you think you're gonna win on March 18th? You know, I'm gonna be completely honest. When my manager sent me the email about the Grammy nominations, I kind of just skimmed it, so I'm not quite sure how many I'm nominated for. But I will say that I would win at least like 75 percent. Okay. That. Okay, I don't I don't have the numbers here. Like I said, I think you're 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 going to do great. It's good to see an American nominated because something that I I don't know how this 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 slipped under the rug, but it it seems a lot of Amer- non-American artists were nominated this year and I don't know how they expect to win cuz the Grammys is an American show. So I yeah. think I think you have a great chance in a lot of the categories cuz some of the the nominees are, are just going to be thrown out because they're not Americans, and I don't even know how they got nominated. So I think you have a lot of great chances. Uh, I also want to ask you real quick is how do you feel about uh, the rock section and alternative sections, I believe? All women are, are nominated. No men. Kind of exclusive. Excluding. I, I think that's pretty fantastic. Not really because um, of women empowerment. I just think it's funny. It's going to be funny to hear all the men's opinions and anger about it. Well, that is something you tend to enjoy on Twitter. So I know you're probably, uh, you're probably, your eyes are starting to bleed or something because you haven't been on that app or tweeted in a couple minutes. Yeah, it's really... I'm kind of chomping at the bit here to tweet. Yeah, so uh, hopefully your next tweet can be about how you just had a great podcast experience on Answers with Jerry. I'll, I'll have my people negotiate that with your people. Okay. Okay. All right, Phoebe, uh, thanks for coming on. I appreciate helping out the little guy. That's what America's all about. And uh, I wish you the best of luck in the rest of your Hopefully we'll have you on again next time you release an album. Uh, for a lot, a lot more Grammys, maybe even more than this time. From, from one little guy to an even littler guy. Thank you, Jerry. Okay. <laughs> Not that little, but all right. All right. Thank you. Goodbye. All right. That's it from Phoebe Bridgers. Uh, it was an interview. Kind of was hoping she'd be a little more interesting, but can on me as well so i hope this was a good grammy extravaganza the first one if i came off a little tired uh i'm on these pills right now these anti-anxiety pills that kind of fluctuate my mood so i apologize guys but uh, 
let's let's see what happens. Let's, let's see what happens with these predictions on March fourteenth, Sunday. There's going to be some great performances, and hopefully Phoebe can take home the gold. That would be great. I would love to have not only a Grammy-nominated artist, but a Grammy-winning artist on this show. Uh, two, I think the, so. We're about two less than two weeks away, so get excited because the Grammys are great. This show is great, and this show is going places. All right, guys, that's it for this episode. 